Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to to be prepared uh, for these trading markets and today's trading opportunities. Um, so let, let's let's get straight into it. Then we've got yesterday we spoke about a word which was um, we we thought was really quite important. Currently, is uncomfortable. We are looking at trades which we're not fully comfortable with. We don't have um, the the normal correlations in place for us to take trades with a high degree of confidence. So uh, I'm going to explain what I mean shortly between the, the the correlation between the bond markets and and the equities. So let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with our risk warning currently uh, up up on screen. And uh, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do you want to enter those markets? Where do you place your stop loss in terms of technical exit? Um, how do you manage risk, hopefully, prior to entry? Trade management as well. You know, you want to get yourself into a routine of um, looking to book in profits uh, once the, the markets start performing in line with your expectations. And then trend psychology as well. Um, all important features uh, that need need some consideration, um, and these are the things that we address live every day in our in our trade rooms. So you can um, you can pick up on on these facets pretty quickly. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, being as accurate as we can with the levels we use. Um, we don't just sort of pick levels that are just arbitrary. Um, we don't just throw a thirty pip stop loss on our trades. We look for technical levels that we can place our stop loss. And as a result, we've got very defined, definitive, um, uh, accurate levels to work with. Discipline with your capital, of course, uh, and being patient as well. So all of those things, very important features. And uh, let's start with uh, just a quick review of market movie news. So um, interesting to note, US uh, Empire State Index coming in much lower than expected. So the fear of the current situation is that we'll enter a phase of stagnation for prolonged periods. Um, we know we've got high inflation. Inflation is at 8.2% on the, the latest reading. Uh, and we know that, that the economic growth is beginning to slow down slightly. Uh, whether you're looking at flat retail sales, um, manufacturing numbers like this coming in um, all point to probably issues with, with growth uh, in the pipeline. Um, yesterday, nothing of any major concern as far as uh, news events were concerned. Uh, we've just had the CPI numbers coming in uh, for the UK coming in above expectation. So 10% um, was estimated and we, we saw a, a headline rate of 10.1. So all fingers are pointing towards food inflation, um, but there's a number of structural issues and concerns with the, with the UK economy. Um, political leadership is one, um, food crisis, energy crisis. Um, so the, the you know impacts with, uh, with growth High inflation, low growth. Um, it's uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a challenging period for the UK. Uh, Jeremy Hunt, I've got to be careful 
the word that I use um, is um, has probably steadied the ship to a certain degree. If we if we look at the the, the British ten year gilt, um, you'd be able to see a little bit of softening as a result of the policies that they're now trying to push through. It does make Liz Truss pretty much a sitting duck. That there's she doesn't seem to have any power whatsoever now. So the only other news that we have this afternoon is CPI. Uh, it's Canadian CPI, sorry. Um, so headline rate month on month uh, looks like it's going to come in, come in negative, or it's expected to come in negative. Um, so we'll see how the Canadian dollar. Just be mindful if you are trading the Canadian dollar that you, you, we do have um, uh, a significant news event at one thirty today. Elsewhere, nothing of any major concern. Quarterly GDP from the from China tomorrow in the early hours could be could be quite an interesting figure. We'll see if it comes in line with expectations. Um, the previous figure came in way below. Um, it was largely expected. It was a quarterly quarterly number, but now we're looking to see if we get a little bounce back to a certain degree. So in these figures pre-COVID, you're sort of looking at five six percent pretty much uh, on average um, for China. So it's really performing. I mean, it, it has a zero COVID policy as well, so that that's going to have a certain impact um, as well. And we're closing out the week with nothing of any major importance, really, to be fair. Um, so today now is Wednesday, the 19th of October. Uh, we've just had CPI, so let's go into the charts. In fact, before we do, I just want to touch upon the correlation between the bond markets and um, and the equities. So we always talk about uh, risk sentiment, um, whether we're risk on, risk off in the trade. And that's proving a little bit more challenging as things currently stand. So let me just bring these up here. So what we have is a 10-year uh, year British gilt on, on the left-hand side. The yield is 3.94. Um, you compare and contrast that to the US 10-year now has taken over. Last week, we were up at 4.5 or perhaps the week before we're up at 4.5 um, and um, we're at sort of record highs really with the with the 10 year so if you look at this little map down here at the corner I'll just zoom in a little bit and scroll down for you you can see we're up at sort of quite threatening perhaps 4.5 up at these highs um, over the course of last week with various different um, issues and concerns for the UK uh, and Jeremy Hunt sort of made his statement you know reversing all those super decisions and there's a bit of there's a bit of calm and we're kind of rolling back over to the downside so we're below four percent now just compare and contrast that to the UK uh, sorry to the US you know during the same period we've actually been somewhat elevated on the US Treasury uh, 10-year Treasury so the there's a bit of calm on the UK side um, and this is the problem. When when the US bond markets push higher, and you can see the same for the two-year, if I bring up the two-year as well, um, you can see we're at elevated levels. We're, we're very close to the highs on the two-year, um, very close to 4.5%, and we're, we're, we're at 
at the highs really above um, and, and it's pushing higher all the time. So we've got this situation in these markets where we'd expect the, the US indice markets, and we'll focus on those for now, um, we'd expect those markets to, uh, to be impacted adversely, i.e. rolling over to the downside with, with a bit of volatility lower. But look at the price section that we've had. So the word we were talking about yesterday was uncomfortable. Um, we're really um, not too comfortable with, uh, with, with, these, with these markets as things currently stand. Now, they've just in the last 15 minutes just looking like they're beginning to respond uh, to, to these elevated bond markets. But they, they were like that yesterday when we saw further upside so um, an interesting point to just recognize is that when you get these markets um, gapping to the upside like we saw yesterday, it does make us very, very nervous because we're likely to fill those gaps. Uh, this is 15 minutes. Sorry, this is overnight. Uh, where were we looking at? Yesterday. Sorry, yeah. So just over here, we had a little gap to the upside. We attempted to come back and close it, and it didn't really work. And then we fully closed the gap back at this level. It was in the evening uh, yesterday. So then we kind of continue its path to the upside. We attempt to make a new a new high and it, and it clearly fails. Now this market is rolling back over to the downside. We've closed the gap. So there might be some, we mentioned yesterday, we, we, we feel much more comfortable looking for selling opportunities in these markets rather than buying. Um, and, and that still still remains the same because we're, we're looking at these bond markets and we're suggesting that these markets should be risk off and as you can see, we, we had a sustained move to the upside uh, yesterday and over the Asian session. Now this is beginning to roll. This is now quite interesting for us. So um, um, the same situation is kicking in across the board. You can think of it really as the higher the, the US bond yields go, the more the Fed are going to have to push with rates, which is the worst the more problems that cause for equity markets. So that's how we're looking at it. And um, so, but at the moment we've got uncoupling of, of this correlation between um, between the bond markets and, and, and equities. So that's a bit of a concern. And look, we've got these, these strong levels of resistance up at these levels as well. So actually it's a structural failure trade to the upside yesterday, but if we break back below and we start seeing this market roll lower, then we're actually, it's more of a trend trade. So um, we, we've mentioned many times that this market is very likely to be below these lows in the not too distant future, um, maybe between now and year end. So we're more comfortable with the sell trade than we are with the buy trade. Um, and it's the same situation across the board. This is the momentum sell trade. So we can go in and we can look for US indice uh, sell trades. So if that's the case, are we seeing something similar across the board? Bit of negativity yesterday for the, we just don't, we just don't like this, all, the, all this sideways moving price action. A break below the 67.85 would be an interesting sell trade. It would be finally a breakout below those very important lows. But you can see we got there last week and we kind of reversed pretty quickly off those lows.
Um, the DAX DAX, um, it's just a horrible market to be trading at the minute. We used to trade it regularly, same with the Nikkei. Um, running into these resistance levels, there were, there's an M formation forming here. So will we get rollover to the downside and, and start putting a bit of downward pressure? Might be a trade to look at maybe tomorrow. Bitcoin. Um, we're just in this long-term sideways moving pattern, as you can see up on screen. Um, and, and really, we only have sort of downward pressure, but, you know, it's going nowhere very, very quickly. And, and we're beginning to see, you know, new adverts and stuff about, you know, um, trying to scale into these markets at these lower levels and the value that's in them and stuff like that. And it's just pure nonsense. So just be careful. Um, as a slightly longer term investment, it might be an opportunity. We'd prefer to get it in, get into this around 13, 14,000, um, which is the next leg to the downside. If we break below the 18,000 level, we're, we're down to 13, 14. So, um, The downward pressure is 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 relentless. Um, okay, so looking at the commodities first, then uh, a decent move in oil. You know, we we'll talk about the the U.S. looking to make an announcement regarding their um, strategic oil reserves. We're, we're seeing a bit of continued momentum to the downside. Obviously, we all want the price of oil to be as low as possible, so um, to, to help sort of get through the winter. So this is the, the potential dollar strength. So if equities roll lower, we could certainly look for some, some further selling uh, in these markets. And uh, that looks like what we could have pretty soon. Uh, we'll just take this little low in here, the 1640 uh, for gold to the downside below the 1640. So that's the dollar strength we're talking about. Let's have a quick flick through. We were looking at these markets yesterday, see where we're going to get that that risk on trade where the, the euro was going to strengthen considerably and we couldn't really get into it. We had the move uh, in the Europeans, sorry, in the Asian session yesterday. And we didn't get any kind of progress made. Now the markets are moving in a direction in which we're a little bit more comfortable trading them. Um, there's that running into these highs in here so a sell trade in here could be a decent trade for a few days we keep grinding higher on the yen just talking about the yen um again we might get some it's just it's just a messy market i mean there's there's arguments for and against the yen You, we might see these sharp sort of volatile spikes to the downside, which is potential yen intervention at a very small level. Um, just dabbling to see if we can get like a little roll to the downside. So we don't want to be buying these markets because we're going to get caught in those little flash um, volatile periods. 
So let's focus on the US indices and the, the dollar again. So again, we were looking at this trade to the downside yesterday. This is the euro dollar, a uh, dollar to the up, euro dollar to the upside, dollar Swiss to the downside. Couldn't get any, couldn't make any progress in the trade at all. Now it looks like we're, we're beginning to break higher again uh, above the monthly high. So we can certainly look at, at this buy trade. Let's, let's, let's just take note of this. Right, so the euro dollar looking to uh, sell below, actually just a little bit below current levels, uh, the 98.12. Um, the beauty about waiting for the, for the right trades to come along is we can, we can take a bit more of an, an aggressive view on these. So dollar Swiss to the upside uh, above the Again, the 99.78, pushing up towards uh, parity once more. Dollar CAD, is there any clarity here? We're in this, we're, we're struggling to stay above the monthly high. We're in a slightly different position with the, with the dollar Swiss. We're, we are technically above the monthly high now, but we, we do have to straddle parity, which is a slight inconvenience. We was we were saying last week if we got this little pullback, you know, we would like prices to come back up to sixty three, sixty eight, and we didn't quite get that yesterday, but we're not too far off. We can take these lows again. Um, just want to look at the pound. Yeah, the pound would be would be worth looking at. So below, uh, it's the 112.50 level. Okay. So looking for some pound, so sorry, some dollar strength again, looking for the indices to weaken. Um, that is certainly a correlation that that's a bit more comfortable for us. That's such a good word for, for the way we feel about these markets currently. There's some uncomfortable price action. There's uncomfortable setups. And it doesn't really fill us with huge confidence, really, with those types of trades. So there's a potential for some support kicking in here. We haven't quite got there just yet. We, we're looking to, to buy the dollar against the euro and the pound. So that just suggests that the euro pound is two weak currencies. And we're going to just step back from those if we can. And we keep an eye on the yen as well, see if we get a constructive rollover to the downside. Uh, definitely gold lower um, oil we might just take a pause until we get this uh, this news from the US at some point this week and we want a little pullback into the 37.43 and then we want to see if we can get that rollover kick into the downside so we're looking for some bearish moves to continue in the US today and that is supported by the US bond markets so I hope this trade plan is really a lot more coherent than it was yesterday. Certainly, we'd be a little bit more excited about, about this type of move, um, taking on board all the market fundamentals and risk sentiment. So yesterday, we were looking at a, at a, at a buy trade. Um, so now we're looking for US indices weakness. Right, so we're just looking for that, those rollovers, probably across the S&P 500. 
Um, no, we'll, we'll have a look at gold. Uh, so, the gold to sell below the 1640. So, I'll just review these now in just a second. So I suppose the word potential comes in quite handy just because we just want to keep um, keep a close eye on these things. Uh, yesterday we we're looking at risk on, now we're looking at risk off. For the euro dollar to look to sell below the 98.12 level, dollar Swiss below the 99.78. Sorry, it's buy, isn't it? So I'll read these out so that they're as clear as possible. Buy above the 99.78. And we want to put, uh, looking to sell below the 112.15. 112, so hopefully some, some decent opportunities here uh, over the course of the trading day. So our market summary, our overview is we're potentially looking for some risk off market conditions today. So we got the we got the bond markets pushing higher. So that's a risk off correlation. Um, we're beginning to see the indices rolling over to the downside and we're beginning to see the potential for some dollar strength. Now we think there's plenty more um, volatility in these trades. So whereas we were very tentative all last week, it was a horrible, horrible trading week last week. And we were very tentative um, with our, our decision making. This looks like we could be training with a little bit more purpose, which is the good news. And if we get into these trades, we want to see if we can get some really good winners uh, that can compensate us for last week's trading. So this is our trade plan. So market summary, potential risk off market conditions. They're in the middle of developing at the minute. This is why it's potential. Um, so we're looking for US, specifically looking for US indice weakness. We're going to have a strong focus on the US uh, on a continued basis. We're going to look for gold to, to break below that important structural low, the 1640. We're going to look to sell the euro dollar below the 9812. We're going to look to buy the dollar Swiss above the 99.78. And we're going to look to sell the pound dollar below the 12.50 level. So those are your trigger prices to get into them. Um, and, and that's really important. Okay, so that's our trade plan then. Um, we'll switch across now to our live trade room. So we can uh, we can look at these, these opportunities in a little bit more detail, set them up. We go through our the whole process of entry and exit with complete transparency so you can see everything we're doing, the, the, the levels we use. Um, so look, any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. We'll um, and, and look, thanks very much for joining us. If you do want to, uh, just to let you know, we do these markets live every day from 8 a.m. For, for the European trading session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So if you do want to join us, you're very welcome. Um, just for more information, go to the livetraderoom.com and we'll uh, you can discuss it there through our chat box as well if you need. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Do take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.